The Those Guys with Ships show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Wow, time. that was an intro. Yeah, talk about cold <laughs> open. It hurts me. Guys, how are you? It's been a while. It has been. I've, yeah. I've missed you, Gleep. I rubbed my I've tummy the entire times. time. For good luck. You, that's you know, determined. It is. Ace, I, ha- I had friends from Portland stay the weekend this oh, week. Oh, that's fun. Oh, well, they weren't me, yeah. so I'm sorry. No. Other friends. I have more than more than just one friend. <laughs> either that or you friend. aren't a friend. Take that either way. Could be either <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm just tolerated. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Barely tolerated. Mark comes back extra salty. Okay, so today is September 19th, 2946. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this is episode number 126 of our show. This is the Those Guys with Ships show, our gaming community podcast in which we discuss all the things a gaming community discusses. Hey! So, by the time you hear this, CitizenCon will be less than two weeks away. Pinch me. Ow. <sighs> Not there. Pinch, <laughs> pinching <laughs> you. A little, little too close. A little bit of uh, yeah. radio humor there. A little uh, less friends, yeah. more something else. I officially <laughs> put in my notice at work that I will be... Wow, you're going to quit just to go to CitizenCon? Wow, that's, that's dedication. <laughs> no, that's no, no, no. Notice at work that I'm going to be absent for, for the, that Monday and Tuesday, like... And I did it with some relish. I was like, all right, next time you guys will see me, I'll be back from CitizenCon. They're like, you, you were so jealous. You bastard. At least they know what it is. I yeah, said well, the same thing. Of, they looked at me like a who what? I have <laughs> I have slowly proselytized to, to my, my peeps in the IT department, and they're all very jealous now. Well, they should be, because we're going to be there. And if you out there in podcast land are going to be there, please do let us know in the forum thread on our website, versecast.org. We are hoping to meet up with as many folks as we can, so we're trying to get a handle on how many of our peeps are going to be there. Uh, Link is going to be in the show notes, or just go to the forums. You should see the thread. It's right there. I'm looking right at it. It's right in front of you. If it was a snake, it'd bite you. Wow. Is that a snake sound? That was, that was but, quite a, that's, quite a that's thing. That's pretty loud for a snake, honestly. I don't remember. A, yeah, I don't know too many snakes that make that sound, but you know. It's, Hollywood. Okay. it's, a, it's Hollywood a, cho- snake. a chihuahua snake. It's a chihuahua it's a snake. That's terrifying. <laughs> Hollywood chihuahua snake. <laughs> you can't talk about it. All right. And uh, it's uh, because it's Monday, there there has to be a programming schedule update. Of course there does. We, newsflash, we are recording today. Actually, right this minute. What? Think about that. Really? Are you sure? In the future. Did you push the big red button? Um, oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> about that. What's it look like? It's it's big and it's red. Yeah, mine's more it's a button. Mine's, actually, mine's more like a like a, like a a burnt orange. So, taupe. So, so it's more of a taupe. Bleep, bleep, a taupe. Might you say this newsflash is back to the future? 
it is <laughs> because we're recording it in the past and then we got our gigawatts all lined up and here we are in the future speaking into your head holes <laughs> hey wow and so what that means is that because we are recording today what that means is that there are going to be a there's going to be a show coming out on September 20th which will already have already happened in the past and then September 27th which will be happening shortly in the future. Well, actually, since you're already hearing this, it's in the past for you, too. Oh, time travel oh, so time hard. Oh, time gives me a headache. Then we record again on the 3rd of October, the first Monday, and release Versecast on the 4th of October. We're going to go to CitizenCon on the 9th. We're going to record our initial impressions of it and release them as soon after as we can. We're still working out the details of how that's going to happen, but it will happen one way or another. Hopefully sometime later that week, uh, either the 11th or the 12th, we're hoping to have something out. Then the old Gleepster's going on walkabout. Yep, I'm off to the desert for to get abducted yet again. We aren't sure what we'll be doing in the subsequent interim. Uh, perhaps uh, some or all of us will be doing another installment of Mystery Guys Theater 2946. Echo, 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 echo. On the uh, replay of the CitizenCom demo or demos. Um, after that, perhaps a post-Citizen Con break for all of us. But one thing for sure is, I know that for sure, is that I will be back in studio to record again. Refreshed, revived, rejuvenated, Monday, November 7th. Check your local listings for showtimes in your Heavy, area. Man. Heavy. Heavy like water. I'm just trying to figure out if you said that all in one breath. I think he did. It would not surprise me. <laughs> it's possible. I have I have Armstrongian lung capacity. Apparently, How's that impressive, sir. With now, with so half so the if you end up uh, okay. going on your walkabout and then not coming back, can we assume that you've been successful in your your abduction? Yes, I would look for me on clear night skies or in clear night skies. I will be a blinking light. Ooh, fancy! What color? <laughs> blue. Yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> blue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blue Let's sea light. I'll say if you want to go for a science yeah. joke, blue if he's coming towards you, red if he's going away. Uh, I love my Dopplers. Got my Dopplers. All right. Well, guys, um, and speaking of the community, we have those guys with ship's merchandise. Now, let's see. When you hear this, it's going to be less than two weeks to CitizenCon. I think, I can't promise for sure, depending upon where you live in this world, but is if you're going, you may still have time to get a those guys with t- those guys with t-shirts. <laughs> wow, that could end really? poorly. Interesting. <laughs> that, t-shirts, yeah. yeah. Um, a those guys with ships t-shirt uh, from our website versecast.org/slash/merchandise. Now we're not making any money. We're making zero dollars on this. Um, it's just uh, so that you can proudly represent our organization and uh, you know point each other out in a crowd and go, "Hey, there's a guy with a ships shirt." I'm gonna be pointed. I, pointy. Yeah. So um, uh, definitely, uh, if you are going and you don't have your shirt and you would like to, go uh, go quickly to that website and order it. I, I ordered a couple more, and they arrived, I would, gosh, I got to say, in about a week. So uh, two weeks out, you probably still have it. I can't promise, but uh, uh, there's a good chance that you might be able to uh, get that done. Get her done. Shirts are not required, but I would no. recommend wearing shirts, especially after you've been drinking for some time. <laughs> <laughs> be easier to spot us out in a crowd. That's right. It'll be easier to identify the bodies. 
All right, and one last time, there is uh, the thread for those guys with ship's phone cases from Solidus Tie. Now, Mark, you, you're rocking one of those phone Correct. cases, right? It is fantastic. It, it is fantastic. Please do go check uh, that thread out. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes, but if you are at all interested, go check it out. Give some feedback. We're trying to get a handle on um, on uh, the uh, for real, for true interest in this product. Um, uh, Solidus has put a lot of work into this, and so we want to um, uh, uh, help him out to uh, to get this uh, this uh, situation taken care of. Okay, so please do go check that out. And um, wanted to uh, make a, a note that uh, Sorian uh, Sorian in uh, and a couple of other guys uh, from uh, TGWS are putting together an online RPG campaign. Um, and it's uh, it's set in the apocalypse world uh, environment. I believe it's using an ap- apocalypse world rule set. It's not a rule set I'm familiar with, but I'm sure it's uh, it's fine. Is it like D and D second edition? Because that's about where I stopped. But I'm willing to come back to it. Uh, it's a D twenty system. I talked to him about oh, D twenty. Okay, I'm familiar yeah, it's with D twenty system. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think that uh, Ace, maybe you remember the name of the uh, virtual tabletop application they're using is it roll 20 yep roll 20 roll 20 um so um if you are interested in playing a uh, message sorian on the website um and let him know and uh, it's all in the uh they're they're trying to get organized and uh, folks who are going to have uh, interest and availability to play uh, but um, um i i still play um every month i play in a couple of campaigns and i love it it's so much fun um i've not been in an online campaign before so i'm not sure how that's going to work i'll be uh, hopefully popping in for um a play session or two um, but uh, um, definitely, if you are at all interested, check it out. Um, it's a great way to um, have a good time with folks just like you. All right, so lay, links in the show notes, and uh, so do check all those things out. And um, we wanted to talk a little bit. We teased this on the last show. Uh, we wanted to talk about uh, 2.5. It's been out for, I guess, about five weeks now as, as of the airing of this show. Um, so uh, Jimmy and I were commenting briefly in the last show that it's been very stable for us um, when we've played. And so uh, Mark and Ace, we just kind of talked to you, you know, uh, well, how's the how's it been for you? Um, have you had any uh, exciting gameplay? Uh, what do you think of the Grim Hex, the new landing systems, uh, all that stuff? Okay. I have yet to hit uh, the last ICC mission as far as stability uh-huh. goes. Does, does it still crash it still on you? It still crashes on me. I'm getting wow, there. Really? Oh, I got the f- so highest weird. I've gotten. I think was seven or eight. Uh, I'm not sure how many there are in total because I've not gotten the reached the point where they stop appearing. But uh, mm. I'm getting there. I'm a terrible pilot, so I actually never got past about the third one uh, because you had to kill too many guys, and invariably, apparently, not even my constellation can keep me from uh, dying. So, I mean, <laughs> that's basically all I've got. Uh, however, uh, I also ran into an extreme difficulty actually getting my wanted level up so I could go hang out in Grimhex. It was ridiculous. Couldn't do it. Really? Couldn't get the, uh, you know, couldn't turn off the, um, what is it, turn off the beacons or whatever it was. Couldn't, uh-huh. couldn't get them to work. I don't know if I was doing something wrong. I did it, you know, when I, you know, early, in earlier versions. Couldn't do it now. No idea. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't, uh, I think I got, I got it once. Um, by essentially finding someone out in the middle of nowhere and then ramming them until they died, which, <laughs> which wow. works out pretty well, turns out. Yeah, and then I got it up to once, then I went over there, but then it fell off when I went back the next day, so I was really pissed. 
So Ouch. That's, that's ironic. Weird. I've had the I'd exact say, yeah, opposite yeah, problem. Gleep has been complaining. Yeah, Gleep keeps ending up at yep. Grimhex. Yeah, it's and it's in, and I know a couple of other guys that I've been uh, in game with have had a similar issue where they they display no wanted rating, but they still end up at waking up at Grimhex. Um, so even if your wanted rating goes away, you still have to go to Korea to the uh, computer there and uh, purge your record. I guess mm. is the is is what happens there. Uh, but um, so, but when you were were playing, Mark, was it um, was it stable? Was it um, was it uh, uh, was it enjoyable? Yeah. Besides not being able to do that, I mean, besides not being able to really get my wanted level up or with extreme difficulty doing it, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's very stable. Um, even on my constellation, which is as anyone knows, has been relatively buggy the last few versions. You know, kind of people falling mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. or getting you know teleported you know massive or slingshotted off of the uh you know off the different uh what is it when you're in zero g uh, everything's working fine to me so yay i feel like the propensity to get flung many many thousands of miles away from your mother starship uh now in the p the the pu the baby pu is good uh training for make sure everyone's buckled up before performing maneuvers in the future yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a a good a good policy, and it, and it's interesting how far you can get flung real quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's like you know, it, it looks like you just sort of melt or melt through the wall, and it's like, oh well, that was kind of cool. I'll get back in the ship now, but then the ship is then you know, hundred kilometers away. Yeah, that's the one so thing. The distances are very deceiving. You, know, you mm-hmm. see something out in the distance, you're like, oh, I'll just float to it. Sure. Like four hours later, it hasn't gotten any bigger. Like, oh, well, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. You don't EVA. Yeah, let's say you just sit there, listen to a little quantum drive. You know, let it happen. <laughs> yes, nice. exactly. you know, it's so interesting. It to, yeah, it's interesting to note that that the playable area is actually way bigger than most people actually experience. Uh, oh, I yeah. jumped. I jumped uh, relative to the sort of plane of. Um, of you know relays and stations that we have uh, jumped north like up and there's a huge amount of vertical space that's playable not out there mm-hmm. but it's it's like i was surprised at how far away from olasar i could get heading up and away from the planet hmm. didn't they say at one point if you uh, if you went into uh, super cruise how long it would take you to get across the entire playable area wasn't it like in tens of hours or people have done it yeah, it's something ridiculous. Well, it's only like twenty-two is, hours between like a relay and Olasar. Yeah, the thing to keep in mind too is that it's a the playable area is what's a good way to explain it. It would be in the shape of like a book, I guess. You know, the the, the what you call the z-axis, right, or your your up down, right, is not is much. It's much shallower than it is long and deep. Oh, and wide. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you went straight up, if you just took you know took where all the points are and just point yourself in, you know perpendicular to those and just flew up, you'd probably hit the the uh, uh, the chicken wire. The chicken wire. Is I, the chicken I, wire. I don't know. I went pretty far. I managed to get yeah. high enough. I could. Well, see I mean, them it's all, all relative. Yeah, I could see them I mean, when all. When I say it's like a, a book, I mean it's a really big book. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That, that's my understanding. Yeah. That's the, I think that's how they're, they they laid it out. I've uh, I've been spending a fair bit of time on on uh, Grimhex as as one does 
And uh, the other night, uh, I just was so I, I, it was great. Every every time I leave the uh, station, I immediately draw weapons as one does because it's a hot zone to mm-hmm. get to your ship. As you do, yeah. yeah. And um, I managed to get down to my hangar, and I was cautiously going onto the landing pad when I noticed a shadow hovering over my ship. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I kind of went back into you know the the. Um, the, the hangar area before you go out into the open landing pad. And I kind of ducked back a little bit and I just watched. And I'd see some noob, for lack of a better word, floating down, gun drawn, moving, floating down precariously towards the direction of my ship. <laughs> he touches. I'm going to take his ship. He touches down, weapon drawn, looking at my ship. Just kind of looking at it, he's on the right-hand side of the ship, not where you load into the ship. But this is my uh, saber, and I was like, "Okay." So I just casually walked up behind him and and unloaded and quickly killed him. Looked down at him, waved, and got in my ship and flew off. <laughs> it's a pretty standard fare for Grim Hex. Pretty standard yeah. fare for Grim Hex. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was like so um, basically it was like a Monday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any day that ends Monday in Monday, Grimhex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've you know the thing is, there's not a whole lot to do in Grimhex. Um, I'm looking forward to them adding some more content um, to that as time goes on. But um, I like hanging out at that station more than I like hanging out at Olisar. Uh And uh, yeah, I, it's you know the only the only frustrating thing about it is I wish that there was a way to bookmark the location. I get that the concept is if you're wanted, it's a place to go hang out. But, you know, if you're a criminal by nature, there should be, and maybe they will eventually have this, but some sort of quest chain or something that unlocks it as a consistent waypoint so that you can go there on the regular basis. Because the thing is, even if you're not wanted, it's still a hot zone. It's still dangerous to land there. It's still dangerous to get out. Um, it's still dangerous to get into the station. So Thank you. I would kind of like that. Yeah, I agree. The, that. In the demo for 3.0, that, if, like, if you, that eventually if you sleep in a bed in a certain area then that becomes your new sort of like respawn point your new wake up point so yeah I yeah s- and i think i don't like uh, like jimmy said the, the fact that they 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 gated it by wanted level as opposed to just making uh-huh. it free for all because it makes it very difficult for people like me who apparently can't turn off a radio <laughs> to uh, get over there and hang next out time, next time we're on, i will happily shoot people in the face we're in game together i'll let you shoot me in the face for a little bit so you can go explore See, there we go. There you go. Yeah. So, um, so what you're saying, Mark, is that if you wanted to get into the local street gang, you're just going to not do your homework <laughs> for an entire week. Kinda. I mean, I kind of. It's more like uh, you know, you know. That'll it's not even it. that. It's more like you want to get in the local street gang, gang, but somehow by magic you can't actually get to the street until uh, you've already killed someone. And more importantly, so, when you do kill someone, the cops are like, eh, you're fine. Go on your way. You're, like, yeah, you're fine. But, you're good. And then you get on the street. And they're like, oh, well, there it is. Turns out Compton <laughs> right is just a street. Who knew? You know, I've been out to Grim Hex a couple of times in the last week, and I've been the only one there. Wow. It's been really, really weird. I mean, I walked out onto the uh, onto the um, uh, landing platform. You know, I, I run out onto the, because I'm, I'm afraid that somebody's going to, you know, I spawn my ship and I go screaming out there like, oh, don't take my ship. I want to go away. And there's nobody there. Hmm. I've had it's a couple run-ins Really, with really weird. But then I, I, I tend uh, to hang out. I tend to loiter around Grim Hex and my Super Hornet. Yeah. 
I had um, a couple of people come after me um, with my want level, wanted level up, uh, come after me shipwise, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I had four ships at one point on me, and I managed to hold my own um, long enough to be able to jump out of there. And then I jumped out, and of course, you know, I, I had I had I had to say this. I was like, "Sorry, guys, better luck next time." And one of them actually followed me, and I'm still trying to figure out how. I guess just maybe jumping to a location, but he followed me. Um, and popped up behind me, and him and I went at it for a good five minutes until he finally got bored and took off, and I was like, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I was in the channel when that happened. Winning by boredom. We were like, you will not believe what, what just went down. Uh-huh. And I was just really happy. I mean, the, the ship was all beat to hell, um, you know, and I, I had no more missiles left, and, um, you know, there was some significant damage, but... I, you know, mission accomplished, and that was just to survive. I don't necessarily care about winning; I care more about surviving. So, yeah, absolutely. But absolute I mean, uh, blast. Uh, so, guys, uh, Mark Ace, uh, Jimmy, and I briefly talked about this in the last show. Um, when you are playing, um, what are your go-to ships for playing with other people, or when you're just out there by yourself? By myself, it's my Super Hornet, bar none. Okay, uh, and why is that? Uh, it's the ship that I'm most, I guess, trained in at this point. The one I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got, it's got the most uh, complete set of functionality as far as weapon bindings and key setups and shield mechanics. It, it's the most uh, uh, functional for all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a single seat fighter, so I don't have to worry about having miss, missed functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, as for other people, I love taking out Vanguard crews. Having people okay. on board the Vanguard turns it into uh, a sort of um, slow and clunky Super Hornet in terms of like armament all facing forward uh, and powerful shields into a truly dangerous force to be reckoned with. When I have someone in the shield on the shield station, the shield and power management station, and someone in the turret up top, we can do a lot of damage very quickly. Hmm. Very cool, very cool. Um, I think, Jimmy, you were saying that uh, right now you like the Freelancer as your kind of go-to multiplayer ship. Yeah, my, um, the, the workhorses for me right now are the Sabre and the Freelancer. Uh, the Avenger, uh, it's just it's too expensive to fly because your primary gun uh, requires ammo. Oof, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, me, so. the Constellation pretty much uh, is actually my only ship right now that's functional, I guess. So, uh, you know, it's really the one I use, really. I mean, you know, the random, you know, subscriber one, whatever happens to be that month, I'll fly around a little bit. But, uh, you know, honestly, guys, uh, kind of having a hard time. I, I don't, uh, I just don't have another ship I want right now. Kind of want, mm. you know, my Cutlass Black I really liked. But then, you know, it was all broken. You couldn't really fly it. And uh, they've taken forever kind of redoing it. So You just got to kill your people with lag spikes. With the, with the yeah, pretty much, cutlass. right? Yeah, that was, well, that was during that time, too. Yeah, you'd get on and everyone would be like, oh, God, not a, you know, not, not a cutlass. Uh, you know, and then as soon as I die, which I did frequently, people would start leaving and, you know, go find another Vandal Swarm to fight. So, you know, whatever. You might, you might like the Freelancer. Yeah. Um, you it, know what? I just It packs a punch. It's It's... It's easy to fly as a bigger ship. I just don't want to be that guy. You know, I've got my I've got my Connie. <laughs> I'm comfortable with my Connie. I don't feel like I need another one. I'm really kind of hoping. Uh, you know, honestly, the Terrapin looked amazing until they said there was no way for other people to sit down in that. If they'd put jump seats in it, two two jump seats 
really need like four. Four jump seats. I'd have been perfectly fine. Would love the ship. I'm surprised you weren't more interested in the hoplite. Oh, yeah. Well, the hoplite, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, the Vanguard, or not the Vanguard. Yeah, the Vanguard's a cool-looking ship anyway. I am so, uh, sorely tempted to CC yeah. my current Vanguard to a hoplite. Cause yeah, well, we'll see what it looks like. I want to see what it looks like, see how it functions. Uh, that is a definite maybe, because that would be a whole lot of fun to have someone else fly. Well, well yeah, Jim, Jimmy and uh, Mark, Jimmy and I were talking about the Terrapin on the last show, and um, we were uh, uh, discussing that the Terrapin is, in, in our recollection, the first ship where CIG has come out in their official material and said, "This is what the ship does," but this, these are all the things that the ship is used for in the universe. But that's not what the ship is built, built or designed to do at this point. Um, so I got one, but I got one, you know, for its search and rescue. I got one for its hot zone insertion and and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what's the opposite of insertion? Extraction. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was in the Boy Scouts, not the military. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, I, so I kind of to your point is I'm I'm I got mine on faith that that stuff is going to be there. Um, but it's just it's not there now yeah. because because there's going to be aftermarket solutions that you're going to be able to put in there that are going to allow you to do that kind of and you stuff. You know what? If they had said, you know, I read very closely. I, I really looked into the details of what they actually said. The problem is they never said there would be. They said there might be, but it wasn't on the table right now. So, yeah, which means you might not see that for three years. Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking, wait, if I can't ch- I mean, you can have people stand in it. Okay. And I did, I, I mean, when they oh, they had me at, you know, slow but powerful shields, you know, guns enough to keep them off you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that that was me. I mean, that That's me right there. You know, I don't have to be a good pilot. I just got to be able to get it in there, drop it, get everyone on, crank those shields to 11, and, and, and bounce out as fast as we can. Right. That, well, you, mm-hmm. you still have to be a good pilot, though. You don't want to like run into asteroids or other ships. Ah, it's got or, a big shield. I can't. Sure, do. you do. That's half the fun. You, the shield, thing? you just plow it through. Them. Yeah, it looks like you use that thing as a ping pong ball and be fine. <laughs> okay. So okay. You see, you see, that's why. Yeah, I got exactly. It. <laughs> but uh, I will say this, Gleep. I am. Uh, this this all presumes the fact that you will keep the Terrapin. <laughs> oh, which is, we all know is not going to happen. Right, but living in the moment. At the moment. He's got one. At the moment, I've got one. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, ho- yeah. Hopefully, it does. It looks like it's got room. I just, I just don't understand yeah. why they didn't put jump seats in. I, I don't know. I mean, just a few because because it's not designed for that, but it's going to work for yeah. that, which I think is, is cooler. I think it makes it realer and richer. I think it's it's not being sold as like a modular. It's not being sold like a Swiss Army knife. It's being sold as. Um, uh, it's designed to do this, but you know what? Under under adverse conditions, the military improvised and used it for this, and it worked great. So. Meanwhile, I quietly weep for my retaliator. Well, there there you go, there you go. Yeah. It's um, it's um, that's that's the the drop ship that Santa forgot. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, um, uh, you know what I and we discussed this earlier. What I really like for right now um, for multiplayer is my Starfare. I mean, if we got three or four guys, I mean, I I just go sit in the captain's chair and, and put on my best Riker pose and uh, find somebody that knows how to fly, and we go out and we have fun. So it's it's a really good ship for that. 
Um, and um, and then after I get blowed up and I have to go catch up with everybody else, um, I get in my M50 and poo right out there. It really surprises me is that the flight model in the M50 is really not bad considering that it hasn't had anything done to it for as long as most of these other ships that, you know, like the Cutlass, which I think Jimmy uh, accurately described as a real pig. Um, it's um, I, I so anyway. That's I, I, I right now. That that's what's working for me. Cutlass the only really problem needs with the some M50, help. It does. Yeah, uh, the only problem with the M50 is that uh, it is so fast that it makes hitting the pirates hard because mm-hmm. they are so slow. Well, it's kind of like like the um, uh, like we've heard descriptions of the Herald. It's like it's so fast that you know all I'm using it for is just to get away, is to get in there quickly, uh, assuming I can uh, land and, and get out of my ship and. Uh, um, oh, and I, I, I love the new landing mechanic. I have some. I, I just I love the auto landing. That is fun. You know, it that's a win yeah. for it, me. Yes, it makes it, it can absolutely make life easier. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I get in, land, get out of the ship. I'm back into Korea. You know, uh, uh, trying to you know catch up with uh, with whoever I'm playing with. Um, and then, but if I can't, if I can't land, then um, you know, if someone engages, I just blow out of there, and um, if, usually I can get away. So I. That's that's a win-win for me, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, um, if I get one, a, a Drake Herald, you know, I think that that's going to be fun. You know, in just going, just god awful fast in a straight line. I think that's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Here's my question: uh, Are we seeing a Herald and a Terrapin being used together? What do you guys think about that? Similar um, similar functionality, similar functionality, um, a little bit less. You know, they're whatever they're. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is that well, the functional? the terrapins? Well, the terrapins not really going to have the speed, and no. I don't think it's going to have the uh, cargo capacity, uh, data wise. The the data storage storage good point. capacity. Maybe it won't. That's a good um, point. No, I think it does. I think it I, I, it may not have as much, but I think that it, it. I would be surprised if it doesn't use that same uh, uh, data uh, container mounted on the side. I, mean, I would yeah. hope so. It's no, supposed no, to be no, dedicated, no, you know, listening ship. Yeah. So I would hope it has a lot of that. My my interesting thing would be that that it's more of a surveying, I mean you know well signals surveying ship right with the big two big dishes as opposed to the herald which is more like a to me seems more like a data pickup mm-hmm. type type mm-hmm. of place like, like a data transport well, as and opposed mm-hmm. to the actual you, signal you know the actual signals processing or whatever you'd call that. Well, and you've so got the thinking, uh, you've got the four data arrays. On the Herald as well. True. Um, I'm not really sure what their functionality is. I don't know if it's to intercept or to transmit or both. Could you have a scenario where a Terrapin is transmitting data back to a Herald live and the Herald is then capturing and recording it? Maybe, and then it bounces out and takes it to everybody else in the Herald, and the Terrapin just sits there and, you know, hopes no one shoots you him. Know. Power- you know, it's just. Uh, Doesn't care. It's going to shoot me. Whatever. Shh. Shoot, shoot me! I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna dope, do dope, do dope, do dope, and, the, I, I'm, and I'm going home. It's the the tortoise and the hare, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. So I think they're they they would make an interesting pair. I now I have to just rewrite my entire backstory all over again. Damn it! That's, that's why you can't write it until you know. After, you go right to like like third quarter of beta. That's when you write your story. <laughs> The one yeah. thing that is universal about all of Gleep's backstories is that his characters have a predilection for burning things. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all, actually. 
All right. Well, it, it sounds like, um, um, and we also commented in the last show, too, that there is not a whole heck of a lot new to do in 2.5. I mean, you can go to Grim Hex uh, and you can hang out there. Uh, but, you know, after, you know, after a fairly short amount of time, uh, you've done that. Um, but um, I, I think um, you know it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting once we get the two point six. Hopefully, it'll be going to the avocados, uh, or hopefully, it'll be with the avocados by the time you hear this show. Um, uh, and then uh, uh, two PTU, two subscribers in the PTU uh, um, shortly thereafter, and maybe, 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 please, 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 um, released by the time we get to CitizenCon. We don't know. We're going to have to see. So. Very, very cool. So, um, guys, I did want to uh, just do, um, and this is probably the last we'll need to speak about this for a while, um, uh, wanted to do sort of a No Man's Sky update, or I don't know, you can call it an update or a post-mortem. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it, but I was going to ask you, if you remember another game that has engendered this much internet fail rage uh, in recent history, I, I, what comes to my mind is the the Batman console port to PC, which I think was so broken they eventually just oh, pulled. Yeah, it. I got Warrior, that. Warner Brothers pulled it back. Yeah, I pre-ordered that yeah. one, and you know oh, what? You did. Uh, I tried playing it, couldn't for like two months, and then um, what was it? I think Metal Gear Solid came out, or Witcher Three, one of the two, and then I just gave up on it. So basically, I spent sixty bucks for uh, something that I could never get back. That, that is awesome. why I don't pre-order. Yep. It didn't work. No, literally did you know, not work. Could not even get it, it did to not work, work in the game. I couldn't get past the title screen. Couldn't do it. No Man's Sky works. True. <laughs> which is, which, you know, so its fail is not in that it doesn't work. Its fail is is in its total failure to meet expectations. The marketing was, was uh, way out of control on this. I don't know. There was an article or um, an interview with a Sony exec that came out a couple of days ago. Um... Uh, in which he said, uh, basically, my interpretation of it was he threw Sean Murray under the bus. Well, he just said, to be fair, Sean Murray threw him threw his company under the bus with the things that he promised. When did he promise them? Uh, there is did, a live interview with him on the Colbert Show, talking about all sorts. When of- when when was that? Was I mean? My point is, is that what, were these things discussed in the context of this is what we're going to do back when they really believed they were going to be able to do them, but then when forced to uh, release by a certain date, had to pare back what it was they were actually going to be able to get done and put out. Yeah, that's a good point. But the it's, it's, I mean the demo that they've shown and that Hello Games for the most part has stood behind. They never said. So, because of development issues, we can't release everything that we wanted to. I mean, that's and that's the thing. Like, you know, I don't mind if a company takes time to make their game, mm-hmm. uh, as evidenced by the fact that in the extreme we are waiting for Star Citizen to have been for a while. But mm-hmm. that communication is key. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Murray was very sort of sly about. Um, Oh yeah, there's totally multiplayer. It's not very common, but there is multiplayer. You can run into people. You know that that the story is very the world is very engaging and it's very interesting. Um, and well, engaging and interesting those are subjective, right? Um, but but the point being that that people did uh, happen to start out on the same world, but then discovered that they couldn't see each other, and that saves uh, were recording information that was 
immediately topical, but that if you went back to planets that you had already discovered after a certain amount of time, those mm-hmm. would be marked as undiscovered again. Right, right. So yep. there's which, definitely which stuff ag- that was broken. Yeah, which goes against the whole tenant of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, being able to to kind of mark your territory and have someone else find that, however many days, weeks, months, years later. Well, I think that that was that was actually a thing that was broken. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't a you know we designed it to do this and uh, then they pulled back that feature. I think that was a thing that it was supposed to work, but then they had to for whatever reason they had to wipe the server or servers got corrupted or, or something like that. So, but I don't think that was a thing where they said. You know, like the the example where you're going to be able to play with, yeah, sure, there's going to be multiplayer, and yeah, sure, there's going to be huge fleets uh, that you're going to be able to battle, and that stuff hasn't happened yet because they had to reel back in what they were able to deliver by the time they had to deliver something. I think um, for me as an outsider looking in, because I never played the game, the most Mm -hmm. the most telling thing is that my wife is very enthusiastic about the game very much excited to play it very much enjoyed playing it still still doesn't have anything negative to say about the game her, mm-hmm. and I, her and I both agree that anybody with any common sense and that had even kind of followed the game should have known what they were getting mm-hmm. um, but with all of that said and the fact that my wife is a fan of the game she hasn't played it in a month mm-hmm. yeah I guess that's the tell the tale of the tape in my opinion well absolutely like elite dangerous once you have done all the things you know eventually they all start to blur together you know if you've if you've uh scraped for cobalt on one planet eventually you mm-hmm. feel like you scraped for cobalt on all of the planets yeah especially when they're not memorable right yeah there's mm-hmm. nothing let's start memorable yeah. and, and, and my my biggest thing is oh man what, what wasn't it? Uh, I think it was on a group te- text or something like that. I believe that they had mentioned that, uh, or they showed it's the you know what happens the Atlas Path completion. What happens if you get to the to the absolutely center, center of the universe? And it was essentially oh, right. nothing. Yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Whatever. <laughs> you know, at this point, if they don't know that they, they they deserve to be told because they've wasted a whole lot of time. <laughs> get back, <laughs> listeners. Get, get salty. Mark. Take back your life. Indeed. Come play WoW with me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's true. It has been. I think it has been long enough to where yeah, we can I get think we're safe at this some point. spoilers. But um, yeah. you know, and, and that was it was disheartening. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Thing? There's no. I mean, to me, I will go through. I will grind the dumbest crap if there's a story behind it. You know, <laughs> give me some kind of story. But when there's just yeah. nothing at all, then I got nothing. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. yeah I agree. No, it's, it's tough. Uh, absolutely. And um. So, well, who's to, who's to blame? Do you think that's oh. a tough call? You know what? I think if they had sold it as a proof of concept, hey guys, mm-hmm. this is the first indie thing. game. Exactly, mm-hmm. stayed an indie game. Twenty bucks. I would have been happy to spend. Mm-hmm. I would have been happy to spend oh. twenty dollars on a even on even on an early access type of situation. Yep. Early access, twenty bucks indie game game of the year. Yep. Yeah. Let me just roll with it for the next three years. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Come back and the, play like an when, arc, when Sony know? bought the the company and then threw their weight behind it, everybody assumed, "Oh, this is a AAA title now." Yep. Well, and you they, know, and, it's, and, it takes one woman nine months to have a baby. Nine women can't have a baby in one month. True, I, I recognize that 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 analogy. But at the same time, neither Sony nor Hello Games or Sean Murray himself ever did much disabuse the gaming public of that notion that it was now a triple a title 
Well, that, absolutely. Fail to manage expectations. I mean, I just, I just wonder. I mean, if it's Hello Games' fault, if it's Sony's fault, I probably un, undoubtedly it's a combination. Of well, the, two. the thing to keep in mind too is marketing is marketing. You don't go into marketing, you know, you don't get invited on the Colbert Show and then talk about how your game really isn't what everyone thinks it is. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, Sony does yeah. not let you do that. I'm going to tell you straight up: no, no producer is going to let you go in there and tell everybody, "Hey, by the way." Uh, this mm-hmm. is really a twenty dollars game. We're going to charge you sixty bucks because we have to, but really, we don't have a lot of the stuff we promised yet. That that mm-hmm. does not yeah. happen ever. Yeah. So yeah. And is that on Sean Murray or is that on Sony? I, I don't know who that's on. I mean, at some point he you know, yeah. he agreed to uh, to uh, partner with Sony on it. So yeah, you know, I yeah. guess it's one of those things oh, where it comes yeah. down to well, you, you, you have could, your baby, you, you want to see your baby you know, born, right? But I mean, I mean you, the thing you, is, that at the end, at, at the end of the day, I, we can all agree that that they did an awful lot with a very small crew. And, absolutely, and and it is a yeah, stunning yeah. proof of concept. Um, yes, and it's fun. But yeah, it's just it, it, it's you're absolutely right when you said earlier. It's you know, if you've mined for cobalt on one planet, you've kind of mined for cobalt on all the planets. You know, it's elite dangerous. It's very very similar type of thing where it's just like, you know, after after. Eight hours, ten hours of gameplay. It, it you're not really you don't really feel like there's anything new. It's like oh yeah okay look there's a new ship. So what? Yep. Yep. Well, if you look at the Steam uh, the game's description on its Steam store page, I don't believe there's anything promised there that the game has not delivered uh, because it, it is it's a lot of subjective stuff. You know it's it's exciting, it's engaging, it's beautiful, it's it, you know it's those things. Um, and I don't know that that description has not been the one that's been there since it was originally posted. Um, but so that said, if I was coming to this game for the first time now and read that description, would I buy it for fifty nine bucks? Probably not. Um, even even ignoring the mostly negative reviews. Um, so absolutely, I, I got affected by the hype. Um, and but that's on me. You know, I, I don't I don't uh, I don't blame anybody else for that. Um, because I mean, it was exciting. I mean, we're, we we have been for the last few years been you know getting excited about you know this game that we are so uh, you know watching be developed and is going to come out hopefully soon. TM, um, and um, so we got a, a chance to sort of um, you know do a, a a pregame for that with No Man's Sky. So you know, yeah, I, I got affected by that, and I've got about twenty hours in, and kind of Jimmy, like your wife, I haven't played it for the last couple of weeks. Um, um, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not sorry. I have it, and um, I am um, uh, sort of encouraged by uh, some of the uh, the mods that I have seen, which have been developed for it. I mean, there's nothing you know earth shaking at this point, or or you know game changing at this point. But I think that there is enough interest, and that it is as a proof of concept a good enough departure from what has been the norm before that maybe someday it might turn into something special. Well, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of sort of dream deferred with both this and Elite Dangerous that both games have been wide but not very deep. And I feel like the, the, the market is ripe for a game that is deep but not necessarily quite as wide. I I would say in in all sincerity, um, there is more emergent gameplay in Star Citizen presently than there is in uh, No Man's Sky, which I haven't played, but I've watched my wife play hours of, and uh, and I've never played 
elite dangerous, but from what I've seen, also elite dangerous. Part mm. of it is the distances. Well, it, uh, yeah. The distances involved yeah. make that sort of emergent gameplay because otherwise you are surrounded by AI. Um, part of what makes that emergent gameplay happen is the unpredictableness of other people. Um, in an AI environment, whether in uh, uh, No Man's Sky or in Elite Dangerous, generally you can expect the AI to behave the way they're coded. Um, so eventually you sort of get used to their patterns and their signals. Okay. Well, I well I'm you know just kind of to wrap this up. I'm I'm sorry that this is what has happened. Um, I don't. I'm not concerned that this is the sort of thing that's going to happen with Star Citizen. I think you know Chris retaining um, as much control as he has for the development process. I think is going to uh, lessen the chance of this sort of thing happening with Star Citizen. Um, but um, you know it is you know a, a little bit sobering to to watch uh, something with this yeah. much hype. Um, come crashing down like this, and I, I feel bad for the people involved. Who, um, you know, obviously creative individuals that creative and talented individuals that were put in a difficult situation, and whether they coped with that situation by misrepresenting what they were able to do, or whether restrictions were placed upon them where they were forced to um, uh, backtrack and uh, and recalibrate. Um, uh, what they were able to deliver, I don't know. I, I, we probably never will know. But um, um, I don't know. You know, life goes on, and um, um, I, I, you know, I, I have faith in the modding community. If the modding community can do for uh, No Man's Sky, you know, half the stuff that um, um, they've done for Minecraft, I mean, it would, it'll, it, it'll be amazing. So we'll see. But enough frowny face gaming news. Um, Back when No Man's Sky was preparing to launch, a game which had been on my Steam wish list for a very long time went on sale. And uh, at that time, I hemmed and I hawed, and then I decided to not pull the trigger because No Man's Sky was going to be my Star Citizen fallback all the way up until PU launch. Without a doubt. Um, kind of like Elite Dangerous was back in 2014. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, anyway, I... I Right now, I really prefer playing games with game pads. Um, I'm a PC master race guy that needs his game pad. So, um, you know, the joysticks and the mice and the keyboards, they, they really uh, they mess with my back. So um, No Man's Sky was going to be my full controller-supported fallback. Um, so uh, it fell through. So I went back to my wish list, and I pulled the trigger on that wish list game, which also happens to be full controller-supported. And does anyone care to guess what that game uh, is? My guess is probably unfair because I know what it is. <laughs> come on, come on, Ace Theater of the Mind. Eh. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5? Yes! Yes! Unfortunately, the sale has long since been over, but I did go ahead and get it. And blap, blap, look out, Los Santos, the Gleepster is back. So um, I love uh, most of the Rockstar games that I've played, and I played uh, GTA V all the way through back when it launched um, three years ago, like now. That's, that's, that's pretty coincidental. Um, and back in that day, John, Jonto and I uh, were part of another gaming community uh, called Tempest Knox. Uh, we, uh, we had the uh, Heroes Tavern website, which, if I'm remembering correctly, actually became versecast.org. That's correct. Um, and um, we had pretty good-sized groups back then playing uh, Guild Wars 2 and Minecraft. 
Um, but unfortunately, back in the day, uh, Jonto and I were not able to play GTA Online together because uh, he was uh, 360 and I was PlayStation. Uh, but I spoke to him the other day, and he is down now for some of those guys with ships maybe doing missions in uh, GTA Online for the PC. Now, Mark, you have uh, a GTA 5 uh, for the PC, yes? Mark does have GTA 5 for the PC, yes. That is awesome. Would you be down for doing some missions? Uh, I would be game. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I played the storyline, jumped into online, got killed about four times by some random 12-year-old. Uh, that, that was that was screaming in the microphone. So I know it was twelve. Could have been a girl uh-huh. at that age. Tough to tell. Um, uh-huh. And then I didn't touch it again. Uh, I had some friends that were doing heists that I never got to do because you had to be a certain level or something, I believe. To or you had to own a own an apartment or whatever. Never got in on it. So uh, I'm I'm for it. Okay. Well, um, I don't know all the particulars about it. I've I've only. Uh, Played about ten hours, and I, I've gone through and, and done parts of the uh, the storyline again, just because uh, that was uh, so much fun. Um, and um, um, I know that Vendus is involved somehow. I think that Vendus actually has a those guys with um, with ships or something like that. Those guys with shotguns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does that. Yeah. He does these random, uh, you know, random those guys with ships grouping things and games. He I don't know how he does it. Yeah, well, he's a he's a he's he's a leader like that. So uh, maybe I'll hit him up and, and see uh, what we actually have in place now. But um, um, uh, you know, I'll I'll put something in the forums and see if other people are interested too. But uh, anyway, I just thought it's um, um, I, you know, and it's kind of it sounds kind of weird, but I'm kind of hoping that Star Citizen ends up playing a lot like GTA Five, not in you know the the side of the law that uh, one tends to be on in GTA Five, but. Uh, but in that, there's a lot to do, and you know what? And talk about your emergent gameplay. You can just get into a car and just drive around, and you can you'll find something to do. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that that will be the case in Star Citizen 2, where you know if you get on and there's you know folks are off in some faraway system doing something, so you can't really hook up with them. You've only got a little bit of time to play. You can get in your ship, you can fly around, and something will come up that you'll be able to spend 15 or 20 minutes, you know, doing um, a short mission, earn some cash, you know, have some, have some LOLs, and, and um, um, then uh, go about your way. So um, I, I, I like the game a lot. I think, uh, I, think it's, um, I think for open world or open universe type gameplay, I think it is a workable solution. I think there are things that, are gonna, that definitely uh, in, in outer space need to be different, but... Um, uh, I, I like the idea of um, of uh, being able to get lost in, in, in an open world like that and uh, and always have something to do. So anyway, that's that's just my um, my uh, the way that I am. That's the the balm that I have applied to the owie of my No Man's Sky scab. <laughs> wow, I have um, I have recently discovered the joys of Overwatch. Really? So talk about well. Have you played with John? Because uh, John's a huge Overwatch. No, no, no. I've I've only it's only been this week. So um, my wife is a huge Overwatch uh, fan. She plays Farah, and she is a beast. I mean, she is she wreaks. She is a good Farah. She just wreaks havoc, rains destruction down upon everyone. So um, so she's got a few people that she plays with, um, and uh, they have about four consistent players, and it's usually a six-man group. So she's been kind of egging me on, and uh, the new PlayStation Slim came out. 
And so oh. uh, my wife conned me into getting a uh, PlayStation Slim for the uh, for the TV that we have in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. We have a PlayStation 4 already in our living room. Mm. So we now have two PlayStations. <laughs> so now. Because my wife wants a full team of six. Aww. She wants pre-made. For Overwatch. Aww, that's sweet. In yeah, a so, sort of way. Yeah, so I've played through a bunch of, of characters, and the one that I keep going back to and the one that I keep uh, really enjoying is Roadhog. <laughs> uh, he is kind of, like, they call him a tank, but he's not really a tank. He's really kind of more of an off-tank DPS. Uh, and I'm really having fun with that, but oh, I cannot hook anybody that's in the air. I'm just not that good yet. But it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, if anybody uh, out there is, is playing on PS4, let me know. Um, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, we'll definitely kind of hook up. And, you know, like I said, we've got a, a pretty consistent group of five, and we're always looking for a sixth. But I'm having a lot of fun. It's very quick-paced. Um, you know, there's there's not a lot of depth to it um, in that, you know, it's basically just pew-pew on, on various maps. Um, but the fact that you can actually change characters on the fly in the middle of a game uh, adds really quite a lot of um, strategy to the game. Oh, good. Is it cross-platform? Yeah, it's uh, PC, uh, Xbox, and uh, PlayStation. Yeah, I don't think they play, play, yeah, together? They play together, though. Oh, yeah, no, you can't. And the reason being is uh, people that are playing on PC would, would have such an overwhelming advantage over people playing uh, with controllers that they decided not to allow that. Oh, okay. All right. By the way, um, Gleep, uh, yeah, being a PC master race but a lover of controllers, I have been hitting up... Weird, huh? I know, well, not that weird. I've been hitting up uh, the emulators pretty hard. Uh, the Dolphin 5.0 emulator came out not that long oh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. I have been uh, running through a nostalgic backlog of GameCube games uh, to the extent that I went out to Fry's and picked up a GameCube USB controller and have been having a ton of fun with that. So if you want some information on how that works, I will gladly hook you up with it. It's fantastic. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, you were saying in chat the other night you had a bunch of guys over um, oh, yeah. uh, to your to your house and uh, were playing old uh, fashioned some of the, uh, uh, couch co op. We were I had uh, one Xbox One controller set up, one Xbox three hundred and sixty, and the GameCube controller all connected to the to the PC, and we were just wailing on each other. It was a lot of fun. Uh, back, I remember back in the day before Xbox Live launched, LAN parties to play Halo. Oh man, LAN that parties! That was so much fun. Oh, that was so much. Fun. I, you know, it was funny, like uh, having a couple of buddies over and playing video games side by side. I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed and how funny that sort of experience is. It is. It really, really is. That's why I have a group of, of uh, a couple of buddies that come over and we uh, we still play Minecraft. Um, um, uh, together and uh, you know just sitting around the the, the dining room table and uh, um, you know it's it, it really adds to the experience being in the same room. Hmm. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, real quickly, then want to uh, mention the forum report. Uh, there will be links to these in the show notes. Uh, Harg uh, put a speaking of No Man's Sky uh, put a, um, a, a, a an article or a thread in our forums uh, discussing a mod that changes the flight model. Now I know Mark, when you were playing, you had uh, had some issues with the flight oh, how model. Oh, I hated it. Um, I'm not good, but I know yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, this uh, apparently this mod allows you to change the flight model and have more control, including being able to crash into the planet should you Hooray. choose to. So. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, Dietrich uh, posted a thread um, where he um, uh, he did some shot some video of us uh, playing out uh, in the uh, the baby PU on uh, a couple weeks ago on a, on a Sunday and we're having a bunch of fun together. So uh, definitely, you know, if you if you've not played with us, go check that out and kind of get a sense of uh, what Guys with Ships is is all about. Uh, out playing together in um, in the Star Citizen, uh, Porcupine put out uh, some tips for Hotas users users for doing something called pip flipping. Now, uh, Ace, do you know about the pip flipping? I'll be honest, that sounds like some sort of '90s fad. Those mm. kids and their pip flippers. Uh, <laughs> uh, I yeah, so, I think it had so oh, pip, pip flipping. Again, it sounds like a fad term, but. Invo- uh, involves uh, swapping your pip from lag to lead, depending upon the scenario, and the mm. and the pip types change how your guns track a target. So lag is uh, the guns are tra- tracking onto the, sh- the 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 ship itself, and lead is your guns are tracking where the ship is predicted to be in the next half a second or so, so that when you fire the ship flies into your fire on the projected path. And depending upon whether the ship is, is larger than you are, the relative velocity and angle to you, whether it's faster than you are, um, lag or lead can change how accurate you can be. Okay. So, well, good. Definitely go check that out um, you know, for uh, you know, maybe some to help fine-tune your dogfightings. Get, uh, get that pit flipping, man. Groovy, groovy pit flipping. And then uh, Tovirus uh, posted his impressions from Gamescom. So he was a guy with ships that was there um, on site, uh, witnessed the uh, witnessed the thing. And uh, so uh, definitely go check out. He has some pictures in there from the event. Uh, so uh, we really appreciate him uh, posting uh, posting those to the forum uh, and sharing with all of us. And speaking of those guys with ships, we have new members. Uh, Trey Voss joined us, said, Looking for casual gameplay. I have not been to test since first launch of Arena Commander. I am waiting for controller settings to finalize out. Want to program my X-55 and not have to reprogram over and over. I think there are a lot of people that are in agreement. I listened to the podcast and enjoy it very much. I will apply on the website also. Ships I have... Uh, F7CM Super Hornet Constellation Andromeda Freelancer MI um, Freelancer MIS um, and uh, Drake Harold. So welcome Trevas. Uh, Mighty Ninja joined us. Said ahoy! I've listened to the podcast for a while now and have always appreciated your spoiler-free humor and Gleep's rampant melting of ships. <laughs> Aha! It, it continues. Uh, my walks to work are much be- much the better for it. As for my plans in the verse, I am incredibly excited for the exploration profession. I am also interested in exploring ways to move, shall we say, <clears throat> specific goods to areas where those goods may otherwise not be found, perhaps by employing a bit of discretion as far as the UEE is concerned. I'm sure Jimmy can relate. Thank you for your consideration, and I look forward to flying together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Amboss joined us. He said, Hi, back in July 2015, I was on a studio tour at CIG Santa Monica. I met Jimmy, and he told me about your great organization, Those Guys With Ships. 
Since then, I'm listening to all the podcasts in my car on my way to work. Please keep up the great work. I was at the presentation in Cologne last week, and it blew my mind. The people were going crazy. Met all the great people like Chris, Aaron, Sandy, and Brian. Unfortunately, Ben didn't show up. We all, we're all hoping he gets well soon. Here, here. I am a Star Citizen backer for quite some time, and I decided to become a subscriber, too. I have an Aurora LN, a Gladius, a Constellation, and something I'm really looking looking forward to playing with, my Reclaimer. Yeah, we haven't talked about that in a yeah, while. I'm a Reclaimer. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like I'd be good at reclaiming. Just wander around, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like... Om nom 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 Yeah, like om kind om of cookie monstering after a battle. It's kind of what I'm figuring, you know? A cookie, oh, cookie, yeah. cookie, cookie, cookie. You just stuff it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I mean, I think, I think yeah. that may be my calling. Personally, personally, I'm I'm happy to see another Aurora LN pilot. There you go, Legionnaires unite! While others are busy to blow each other up, I start to drool because of all the broken vessels out there. I'm Swiss and I like to join your org. A bunch of cool people I like to fly with. Uh, see you in the verse and signed Amboss. So welcome, Amboss. It's good to have you on board, Jimmy. I, I remember you had mentioned you had met Amboss uh, when you did the tour last. So that's very cool that he's joined us. Yeah, no, absolutely, really, really nice guy. Um, if I remember correctly, a uh, very attractive girlfriend <laughs> who, who I almost feel like he kind of dragged along <laughs> on the tour. <laughs> like she was, like it she kind of felt like she might have wanted to be, I don't know, on Melrose or at the beach, like anywhere or, else. You know, well, high anywhere. five for you, yeah. Amboss. Well done, sir. Absolutely. (laughs) Bravo to you, sir. But really nice guy. Um, Got an email from him uh, the other night. Him and I have been chatting um, uh, via uh, instant message on uh, the forums. And, uh, yeah, he's just a really cool cat, and I'm glad that he finally got to, uh, to join the org. All right. Glitch joined us, said, I've been listening to your podcast. Kick ass stuff. Great chemistry. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Glitch. And then L Rockstar joined us, said, Hello, I found Star Citizen while trying to find similar games like No Man's Sky while playing on my PS4. It just wasn't doing it for me, so I went on the search. Boy, was I happy I did. I got hooked the moment I saw actual gameplay. I've been a console player since Nintendo. Two days later, after watching footage, I bought an Asus G20, um, a X52 Pro joystick, and got me some Star Citizen. Ships I currently own are, here you go, Ace, another Aurora LN, Gladius, Origin 325, Freelancer Dur, and Constellation Andromeda. Well, he just needs a Hornet, what? and he'll have the original lineup, practically. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, well, just think about it. I mean, uh, the, he's done all of this in what it sounds like in the last couple of weeks. That's, that's jumping in right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last ship on my list is the Sabre. Love this freaking game. We do, too. Over on the website, Trayvos joined us, as did Unbearable Bamf. Pawn, Jedediah924, Amboss joined us over there. Great, thank you. Spin and Ice Gods 2. All right, so what's coming up, guys? Well, we're hoping, um, if it isn't out by now, we're hoping for some news on the um, uh, 2.6 release to test environment of some sort and hopefully to live uh, not too long thereafter. Um, and as always, uh, we have our Sunday meetups. Watch for the tweets. Um, we do have a good time out there, so um, do come out, even if it's just to um, just to say hi. Um, all right, any guys that got anything else? Two point six or bust? Mm, yeah, <laughs> you said bust. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said bust. 
Um, please go to engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. Also mentioned they have a, a new app, a, a base radio app, which works really well. So um, check that out on the um, – I have it for the iPhone, um, but it's also available for the Androids is my understanding. Yeah, we had to um, – they, they switched uh, servers, and we had some um, some technical things that we had to do. And uh, I was talking to Rico about it, and he's like, here's all the information. I'm like, okay, great. I'll probably text you uh, in about three or four days going, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't pay attention to anything that you sent me. <laughs> I know you told me. And three or four days later, that was kind of what happened. Well, you know, that's that's the circle of life, Jimmy. Yeah, but hey, I got everything up in time for the show, so it worked out good. Hooray! There you go. Yay! Um, and also remember, we are available on the Google Play Music. Reach the podcast. You can email us, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertsspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Now is the time on Sprockets when I forgot to update this joke, too. <laughs> My name is Gleep. And all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? You can always find me most chatty on Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, and uh, Quantum Drive, uh, the uh, the show I do over on the base, uh, every uh, Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. PST, uh, Saturday, 1 p.m. PST, and Thursday, 6 a.m. PST. Uh, we, uh, we're going to be, or we, well, it's just me. I'm going to be spinning down the, uh, I'm going to be spinning down season two. Uh, this, uh, this coming Thursday is, uh, is episode 13, the last episode of this season. Uh, there are going to be some surprises, some twists and some delightful things happening for this episode, but I'll be taking the next 13 weeks off from new shows, but I'll be starting season one. Episode one over the following season two. week. Yeah. Season two, episode Season two, thank season you. Season two, episode, episode it's, one. It's yeah. been a long couple hours. Uh, season two, episode been. one, thank you. Um, I'll be starting that and basically running through those 13 episodes again. So if you missed anything over the last 13 weeks, you have an opportunity to catch up. And in 13 weeks after that, I'll be back with brand new shows. Yay. So, nice. firstly, Jimmy, it's called the Royal We, and you should use it because it makes you sound more important. It's true. And and Gleep, I guess yeah. Gracie is just saying goodnight to herself. Oh. Aww. Indeed. My name is Ace Azmi, and you can find all my contact information in the show notes. So I'm also generally most chatty here in uh, the TeamSpeak. Just uh, come by and say hello if you want to play some Armor, some some uh, Halo. I've been digging a lot of Forza Motorsport 6 lately, so come find me on the Xbox. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. And, uh, yeah, just come by and say hello. Mark? Hey, guys. <laughs> I don't really have... Uh, I, I, mm, yeah. One thing I would like to say, uh, I love games. I love a good time playing them. But more importantly, uh, I've gotten addicted to WoW again, because who doesn't? So much fun. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy, for even mentioning that that one time, and I still yeah. have your real ID, so, you know, Oh, you have you. to... Um, um, I'll have to send it to you. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if anyone needs um, a tank to come tank instances for them, and who doesn't, uh, Mark M A R K hashtag or number one two three nine seven will get you talking to me about doing things together. 
uh, except on raid nights, because I won't I won't answer you. <laughs> but any other time, oh, you're you're raiding, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I always do. Uh, I get sucked I, in. I try to do casual, then I end up being hardcore, then I end up losing friends, and then eventually it ends up being you know that I quit. But you know that that mark is called a destructive cycle. It is, but you know what? I have a great time doing it. Just as long as you're not yelling, Welps, left! Welps, left! <laughs> More dots! More dots! More dots! More, more dots! All dots! <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, I'll be there. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I might, uh, whatever. You know, I, I play, have, play have, by have, have you have you, have, have you seen Second Skin, Mark? Seen Second Skin? I'm a, uh, is that, is that legal? Oh, you're not, go, you're not going there, yet? are you? Are you actually going there? <laughs> well, it's, it's wow. I mean, you know. I'm afraid. Second, Second Skin is the movie that me and my wife are in. Oh, is no, it? it's not. Oh, that's right. That's right. I've forgotten about film. that. Because <laughs> it should be. With that <laughs> well, name. I'm Googling that after wow. done. You don't even need to make a, like a pun on that name to have a porn. Honestly. You uh, just so right Second, Second Skin was a movie they did about um, about 10 years ago. And it was about, it, it was a documentary tracking the lives of, wow, and there goes my phone. Um <laughs> It was a documentary tracking the lives of gamers. TWS cases. TSDW. And uh, so this was when my wife and I were dating long distance. Um, We had met... She's always lived out in California. I lived on the East Coast. We met playing Star Wars Galaxies. And at the time, we were really heavily playing WoW. That was the thing we did, you know, because we were dating long distance. And so um, we're in this documentary. And the funny thing is that they like, we love you guys. You guys are great on, on film, blah, blah, blah. And when it comes to the film, they didn't use us that much. And when we watched the film in its entirety, it was like, oh, okay, we weren't weird enough for them. No. Mm. So, but we are in the film. They do interview us two or three times, um, and it's adorable to watch because I, I do not look that young anymore. Would, would you would you say you were the lovable couple? Is that what you were? We were the, yes. Yeah, we were the lovable the couple, cute. the one that doesn't get a lot of airtime because there's not any weird drama. Yeah. yeah, that does happen. Probably the most functional yeah. couple. And look, you're still together. Guaranteed, ninety percent of those other ones aren't. True stories. Yeah, more entertaining does not mean longevity. Friends don't let friends play wow. Something like that, or you just get all your friends to play with you, which is what I usually do. So (laughs) I'm that guy. Well, that yeah, that's another way to handle. True story. All right. Well, until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Wow. Bum bum bum. That was pretty good. That actually sounded quite a bit lovely.